0: You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels.
1: Welcome to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. I hope you all had an opportunity to check out episode 100 last week, my interview with uh, former astronaut and Purdue alum Jerry Ross. It was an incredible interview, easily one of my favorites of all time. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that yet, hope you can go check that out. But on this episode, we are talking about Purdue Grand Prix. It's this upcoming weekend. And so I'm excited to have you join me on this episode, uh, Sammy Delay, the director of public relations for the Purdue Grand Prix Foundation and Director of Administration, Russ Kleiner. Russ and Sammy, welcome to the podcast. How are you guys doing?
2: Good. Thank you for having us.
1: Doing quite excited? Well.
0: excited to be here.
1: Good, dude, good, good. So, you know, I started this podcast nearly two years ago, right after Grand Prix of 2019. And of course, last year, we all know what happened. We didn't have a Purdue Grand Prix last year. So I'm excited to finally feature the Purdue Grand Prix on the podcast. So welcome.
0: Thank you. Yes, we're excited to be here. Happy to have this year as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. And we'll get into that here in a few minutes. Before we do that, let's just give our listeners and viewers an opportunity to get to know you guys. Uh, Sammy, we'll start with you, just your role with Purdue Grand Prix, but also just uh, where you're from and how you got to Purdue
2: yeah um so i'm sammy delay i am currently a sophomore in agricultural communication um, and i'm the director of Um, public relations for the Purdue Grand Prix Foundation. And uh, in that role, I get to deal with all things, social media, Um, as race day approaches, I'm also in charge of coordinating media at the race as well, Um, and just kind of making sure everything runs smoothly when it comes to our presence on um, the internet, on social media, and I have a great time doing it and uh, love the team that I work with. And we're just really excited to be able to put on an in-person race this year.
1: Awesome, cool. Thank you, Sammy and Russ. How about you?
0: Yeah, uh, my name is Russell Kleiner. I go by Russ most of the time. I am a sophomore, also in biochemistry, from New York. So a little bit farther away. <laughs> but yeah, I'm the director of administration. This year, I've been dealing a lot of with the operations stuff, with the challenges of COVID, and just what we've had to sort of adapt. So that's been a lot of my primary roles. It's been super fun. I couldn't. I could totally agree with Sammy. It's been an awesome team. It's been an awesome
1: year. We're, we're happy to do it. That's awesome. I'm glad. To, glad that's working out this year. We'll kind of get into those details here in uh, a few minutes here kind of i if you guys want to take turns you know take uh answering questions or both answer feel free i uh, just kind of explain to those i'm sure the overwhelming majority of people who are listening to this podcast know what purdue grand prix is but for those who don't uh what is purdue grand prix
0: yeah, sure. I can, I can take this one first, and Sam, you can add whatever you sort of would like to afterwards, but Purdue Grand Prix is, uh, in short, it's an annual cart race that we hold in the spring semester uh, that's been going on now for 64 years, uh, with the exception of last year, of course, and uh, it is an, a super exciting event. We have a track on campus teams from all around campus about 50 of them every year build their carts design them prepare them for the race and then in the in the spring we actually race them we also we've been venturing out uh one of our main missions is to provide scholarships to students that's one of the things we're super passionate about we have a queen program where uh young women leaders come together and they just learn how to be uh leaders together and they learn about grand prix it's a really awesome program for them and we we have a lot of lot of people that sort of work with this program and it's it's super cool to see the expansiveness of it and it's a it's a huge week on campus it's super exciting and we're we're happy to finally do it this year because last year we uh, we were really upset that we were not able to so it's it's an awesome year to be able to do it
1: yeah for sure and sam kind of just build on that and talking about the and i know russell kind of hit on a few of those things but just the importance of holding this event
2: yeah i mean russ kind of hit the nail on the head when he talked about how it's definitely an event that is um, based on legacy and rooted in tradition. Um, It's something that students look forward to every year. It's something that students know about when they come to Purdue most of the time. and just an organization that provides a lot of opportunities to students as well. Our motto is students helping students. And like Russ said, we do that through our scholarship program, through our queen program, while also facilitating the annual cart race as well.
1: So it's not just for fun. It obviously serves a purpose as well, right?
2: Yes, Absolutely. very much so.
1: Yeah, and Russ, you said you're from New York. I apologize, Sammy, if you said where you were from. Right?
2: I don't think I did mention where I was from, um, but I'm from Anderson, Indiana.
1: Okay, so you are from Indiana. Uh, Growing up, you know, was the Indy 500 a big thing for you, Sammy and and Russ, I don't know, you know, out in New York, was racing a big deal growing up? Is that why you're involved in Grand Prix here?
0: Yeah. So for me, racing wasn't really a very big deal. I really hadn't heard of it. One of the, uh, in honesty, and one of the flyers that Purdue had sent me like, congratulations, you've been admitted. The Purdue Grand Prix had a whole page on it. And I was like, I have to do that. That's gotta be the coolest mm-hmm. thing I've ever seen. At that point, I only thought it was a cart race. And now I'm so excited. And I'm so happy that I was able to learn so much more. And It's, it's so rooted in Purdue. It's it's awesome. So cool. Yeah.
2: Um, I would say um my family never was really into racing much we would like go to family events sometimes where we'd like watch the race and things like that um always knew that the indy 500 was like huge um knew know about their like princess program and things like that um However, I, didn't, I also didn't know much about um, the foundation when I came to Purdue, but um, one of my mentors actually said that it was something she regretted not doing when she was here at Purdue and was like, you should totally check it out, try it out, and I'm so glad I did and also so glad that I've continued to stay involved with it as well.
1: That's really cool. And talk about, you know, this year's event. Obviously, you hit on what Grand Prix is, but just the extra significance of being able to have this year's event, especially after having to cancel last year.
0: Yes. Yeah. So I know me and Sammy both, we were on the junior board last year, which is sort of the lesser board that sort of assists all the director positions in what they do. And I know I was absolutely devastated that it got canceled. We we only got past uh, our second tech inspection, which is when we check the carts to make sure they're safe before everything got got canceled. So it, I know it means so much to all of us on the board that were here last year and we're not able to see it. I know it means so much to the people on campus that have never seen it before for the graduating seniors that did not get their sort of junior year race. It, it means so much to all of us. And I know so I'm, I'm so excited we were able to work through the challenges of this year because it's fantastic we're able to do it we were we would have been so disappointed if we if we couldn't
1: yeah Sammy, you want to add to that
2: yeah I, I kind of like to echo everything that Russ said um I also agree we were it was like our second or our second tech inspection and we were kind of like getting into it I was starting to like learn a lot about the carts and things like that um starting to really get interested into it and Um, then I remember receiving the text message that the race was canceled and I also um, just I we were freshmen last year so like it was our first year um, but really like my heart goes out to like the seniors that didn't get to put on the race Um, but at the same time also very excited for the seniors this year that get to kind of leave their lasting impact during a year that has been very challenging um, for all of us and I'm just excited to finally witness a race Um, it's been great having a hand in i um, putting it on and I'm just kind of excited to watch it all come together.
1: For sure. Does that kind of change perspective too for you guys? Like obviously when things are taken away from you and then you get the, when you get them back, does that help the perspective?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I know we we've been talking about this. We have meetings every week, obviously. And in those meetings, at like sort of the beginning of the semester, we were like, I don't know if we're going to be able to do this. And I know most of us were like, we will fight for this to happen. It's just one of those things where like, I can't give this up twice.
2: I think I remember in like January, everyone was kind of like, there's no way we're having a race. Everyone was, we've kind of just like, we had kind of given up a little bit. Like all of us were just kind of like, if it happens, it happens. If not, and then like all of a sudden it's just like, yes, it's happening and it's going to be great. And so it's just been like a a quick transition to like potentially not having it, to then having it and having spectators and it being one of the first big events that Purdue um, has on like on campus kind of. Um, and so that's just really exciting to be a part of that.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, you know, obviously three of us are biased, but I think Purdue has done a amazing job of leading the way, not only in our state, but I think across the country and just how to do things the right way. I mean, all the students, you know, have bought in to protect Purdue and, and doing the right thing to allow this to happen, because I think if that doesn't happen, this race doesn't happen. So, I mean, talk about how grateful you are for the students and, and for, you know, obviously the leadership of Mitch Daniels to, to, to lead the way to be able to allow this to happen this year.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's, it, it goes back to the, just the students picking up on it. I've got my flag on the wall, Protect Purdue. And I, I think it, it absolutely would not have happened without it. I, I don't think we'd still be on campus if the administration didn't make some of those tough calls about the contact tracing, and testing and all of the sort of the things that they've done to make it so that we are safe and the guidance they've been giving us. We've been in communications with all the people at Protect Purdue and, and the greater Purdue administration since the beginning of this. And we we learned very quickly, and we we knew this, that if this was going to happen, it would be with, in communication and collaboration with Purdue administration. And it's, it's been this game of, of trying to find out different ways of doing things because things we've done in previous years, they just don't work anymore because of distancing and because of just this, the, the life that we're sort of living right now. They've been they've been an incredible resource to us. Uh, they, at any time we, we've emailed them and they're always getting right back to us on, well, this might not work, but this probably would. And it's it's been an incredible collaboration. I know Mitch Daniels and his office have been super open to us and uh our questions and just the, the new feats of this world. Yeah. Um it's been it's been really cool to as students sort of we're we're lower classmen to be talking to these people uh, and to be having these conversations with some of these people that are in the highest bits of, of Purdue administration. It's been it's been really cool. I know I've absolutely loved those those meetings. Yeah. How
1: about you
2: uh, Yeah I just kind of like to speak on like behalf of like the student aspect of things and how like grateful we are for the students because if it wasn't for them adhering to the Protect Purdue guidelines and wearing their masks during our tech inspections and even like we have to we had to wear face shields during tech inspections and I know that's not like the most fun thing to do but it's something that is necessary and we wouldn't have been able to do it without the students cooperating and just working with us. Um, like I said, it's not easy to do something so different, especially some of the teams who have been involved with the race um, for years, like this is very different for them too. Um, but like I said, they've been, they've been great just working with us and doing what we tell them to do. And um, basically just, like I said, adhering to those Protect Purdue guidelines that have kept us here on campus in person.
1: Cool. Now, speaking of President Daniels, he'll be the Grand Marshal, correct? Yes. Yeah, how cool is that?
2: We are so excited. (laughs) Um, I just feel like um, as a Purdue student, like people look up to him, and um, it's just a great opportunity to have him at a big event and at one of the, like I said before, one of the bigger events that's happened on campus. And I just think it's kind of symbolic that like he has um, kind of been the one who has um, been a driving force in all the Protect Purdue um, guidelines and um, also making sure that we stick to it and making sure that we stay here on campus. So I'm just really excited.
1: That's so cool. And yeah. yeah, talk about attendance this year. I know kind of attendance will be limited because of COVID still still some issues there. Um, Talk about that decision and then also the availability of the live stream
0: yeah sure so attendance uh will be limited to on-campus uh uh, students, right? So only the students that are cleared for campus as Purdue calls it, uh, just because they're the ones that have signed the pledge they're the ones that have gone through all the the uh, testing s- situations and all that kind of stuff. We're gonna be having about 500 people uh, that are being invited to come. Uh, every team gets a certain amount of tickets. All the board members get a certain amount of tickets. And we have a process to make sure that the people that are registering are Purdue students. And then when we get there, there's gonna be a whole check-in process to make sure that everybody is where they're supposed to be and all that kind of stuff. Um, it takes about 400 people to actually run the race. Okay. With all the teams, with all of us, with all of our safety people. Um, so on the premises, they'll they'll probably be somewhere between a thousand people, which is really, really exciting. Obviously all following uh, the correct mandates we've been over the last couple of months building these and making sure that everyone there will be uh will be safe and will be sort of adhering to everything correctly it's going to be it's going to be really exciting the uh the tickets for live stream went on sale on april 1st they will close right before the live stream starts you can go on our website for or go on the instagram and uh there are links to get you there so it's going to be really cool this is the first time that we've done this live streaming type of situation and it's it's been really cool to build it i've been uh in contact with hall of music who is our uh the producing agency of it who's going to bring all the cameras and all the equipment. And it's, it's going to be a really good show. We've been, uh, we've been planning it for a while to be a lot more than just pointing a bunch of cameras at a bunch of carts. It's going to be a whole production of, we, we say the uh, this race is the greatest spectacle in college racing. And I took that word spectacle and I ran with it. Uh, so it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're really excited for it.
1: That's cool. Yeah. And the hall of music does it just a fabulous job of, of putting on production. So it's going to be top notch there for sure. Um, and then talk about the, um, the money there is a cost for the live stream. Talk about that, and then the importance of you know being a fee to watch it online and where that money goes.
0: Yeah, sure. So the live stream tickets are fifteen dollars, uh, and they're fifteen. Typically, our in person tickets are fifteen dollars. Uh, that's just where that sort of number came from, and the reason is because because of uh, we've never done the live stream before, and we also never done the in person. So now we're doing both right, are the funds are obviously stretched, obviously pretty thin, because both have never happened simultaneously. Originally, when we were planning just to have the live stream, it was a lot easier, right? But now that money is going to go to producing the live stream, it's going to go to our student scholarships, right, that we we give out every year, we give out over $10,000 in scholarships, which is really cool to about 13 students this semester. Uh, our Queen gets a scholarship that'll be crowned on the day of so there's a bunch of student scholarships that are given out uh d- the production obviously uh isn't cheap so all that <laughs> kind of stuff uh yeah so it's it's a it's a massive project it's the biggest one we've ever done before uh and yeah that 15 dollars is to help fund both the production end of it but also our mission of just funding for uh, student education and, and all of that
1: that's cool and talk about the uh, the present pre- presenters and the sp- sponsorship uh, is it aptiv i-a-p-t-i-v Sammy if you want to talk about that. Uh yeah, yeah. and then obviously the yeah. foundation.
2: Yeah, of course. So Active is our presenting sponsor and we're very thankful for them. They usually um I know at least last year, they were presenting sponsor as well. Um, So they've been very supportive of the foundation. And we're grateful for all of our sponsors, obviously, as it has been a tough year. And um, I guess we haven't been able to really like give them what we usually can because it is live streamed and we don't necessarily have access to all of the students um, that we would on a normal basis. Um, I know usually like tents are set up um on race day and they have the opportunity to like speak to students and try to recruit them um, for internships and job opportunities and things like that so um, in the midst of covid we are very thankful that we have had gracious sponsors um, but something a little different this year is our sponsor sponsorships showcase and um, that this year is going to be on a platform called Root share um, we are working with Root Share to kind of put this on. It's a virtual event. Um, it's on Friday the 23rd, and it's kind of like an all day event, but from 12 to one, students will be able to speak to sponsors. And um, if you follow our Instagram and follow us on social media, there's information on how to sign up and get involved with that. Um, basically, you just make an account and then you have the opportunity to get on and speak with someone um, from different from our different sponsors that we have this year. So um, overall, we're really excited for the opportunity um, as it is a virtual setting. It's a little different than normal, but. We're just kind of rolling with the punches, and we're very excited that we even get to have a sponsorship showcase.
1: How cool is it for you guys? It's a sophomore's getting to be behind this huge production that it is.
2: <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's cool. And before I forget, I will mention uh, for the web article where the video interview will be placed, I will make sure there's links to to the race itself and to the to the root share of the sponsorship showcase, so people can find that as, on there as well. So awesome
0: you know, one thing that's really cool about the sponsorship showcase and a lot of the companies have said to us is one of the main reasons that they they sponsor among all the others is they love to get the students they'd love to use this as a recruiting opportunity because i know we have some big companies that have that have sponsored and they're like yeah we we want to get Purdue students to work for us and it's a really cool opportunity for students to be able to interact with these companies just on the third the, the friday before race day so cool yeah.
1: especially with research park right down the street too i mean it's yeah incredible what Purdue has available for for its students. I have not looked at the weather forecast and I will not look at the weather forecast because I do not want to jinx you guys, but um, we're just going to say everything's going to be great Saturday weather-wise and that's the plan, but Mother Nature gets in the way. Talk about the rain date.
0: Sure. Our rain date is the Sunday, same time. So it'll uh, just be the entire day will be moved to Sunday. We're continually moderating the forecast and predictions and talking with all of the people um, on campus that can sort of assist us with this kind of stuff. And uh, for the people, uh, it will be sent out, okay, uh, later in the week about what the call is. Um, So if you're if you bought a live streaming ticket if you are one of the students that are going to in person you will be finding out by email so just make sure you monitor all that for uh, that also obviously our instagram and our website are the best places to get information uh so yeah we're, we're we're crossing our fingers uh we're hoping indiana weather will hold out for us uh but yeah so we've uh we've been talking about that a little bit <laughs>
1: Hopefully the good people at my uh, I worked at WLFI out, right out of Purdue. So hopefully the good people up there are giving you a good forecast for, th- for the weekend. Hopefully, <laughs> awesome. Anything else that I haven't asked that you feel is worth mentioning?
0: I think it's just it goes to the the drive of Purdue students. I think we were mentioning this before about following all the Protect Purdue, Purdue mandates, but it, the drive of the students to, with all the challenges that we've been we've been having to throw at them to get this race to happen, they've been taking it with stride. And I think that, that serves a lot to the the community of this race of we will do whatever we sort of need to do to get this thing to go on. And I think it I think it really shows the the caliper of Purdue students in this race and in this sort of time almost everything that that's done except for the literal racing part we've had to change to to abide by all these things and to keep everybody safe and I think it's it's really cool to see that all the students were able to make that change and are able to adjust to the to the world we live in because this will be the first really larger event that Purdue have had in about a year and a half give or take yeah. And I think it is really cool that we're able to do it. And obviously we couldn't do it without them sort of taking it and, and going with stride as well. And I, I really, I admire all of their, their efforts in, in creating this just the same as ours.
1: Yeah, for sure. I agree. And yeah, hopefully this is kind of like a start. I know like baseball and a couple other sports are starting to open up to some fans, hopefully with this event and, you know, graduation coming, I think they're doing it outside at Ross state, just kind of hopeful. I hope you guys, I assume you guys feel the same, like, hopefully this is a, a sign of progress and uh, hopefully good things to come, right?
2: Yes, agreed completely.
1: <laughs> awesome, especially with you guys want to being sophomores you just got you still you know need to feel an experience you know a full true year of, of the college experience with the interruption, right?
2: Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> awesome. And I did forget to ask this too. I will go back before we wrap up here. As far as the race itself goes, is, is there multiple races or is it just one big race?
0: Really, really great question. So we have the the live stream portion will only be covering the main race. Um, so that will be starting at 2 p.m. and that'll go until the race ends. We'll be have we'll have about an, a half an hour of coverage on both ends of the race to get everybody prepared and to do all the traditionary. Uh, stuff before it, but we have right before it three sprint races, right, which are comprised of the carts that didn't make it in qualifications, right, so our qualifications uh, clear 27 drivers, okay, and so we have those top 27, and then we allow for six drivers to get into the the main race uh, with these sprint races. What will happen is Right before it, it'll be a 15-lap first-to-finish race, uh, and the top two finishers of each of those will be uh, let into that uh, to that uh, to the main race. So it's uh, it's going to be pretty cool. We have we have our top 27, which is really interesting. We got that last Saturday, okay. and yeah, we're really excited to uh, to see our final slate of 33. So
1: awesome, 33, just like the big race down here in Indy in May. Can't wait for that as well. So this will be a great lead into the month of May for sure.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: Awesome. Well, unless you guys have anything else, I just I just want to thank you so much for your time for joining the Full Steamhead podcast.
2: Yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity. Glad we could talk a little bit about something that both of us are very passionate about. And just kind of want to plug again to buy your live stream tickets um, on our website. And yeah, we hope to um, see students there and also see people there virtually.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much, Sammy and Russ, for your time. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. You have a great afternoon. You as well. Boiler up. A reminder, you can follow the Full Steam Ahead podcast on Twitter at Full Steam Pod, And you can always listen to, like, comment, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and tune in. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.